1: Just how big of a loss is Trayvon Diggs to the Dallas Cowboys' Super Bowl aspirations? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys Podcast.
2: You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every locked day.
1: On. Locked. 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 locked On. on locked On. Locked On Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. Uh, Landon, we got some unfortunate news yesterday. Uh Cowboys wrapping up their Thursday practice. Trayvon Diggs went down with an injury, and within an hour of the injury happening, the Cowboys have already figured out that he's torn his ACL. He's out for the year. What were your initial thoughts when you heard the injury? Oh, well,
0: not to pull the curtain back too far, but... You and I actually were in a meeting, a production meeting, uh, when this happened. You yep. actually were the one who broke the news to me. Sure, um, you know, and obviously, the the way it, the way it came down is he was hurt in practice, and everything felt very, um, you know, sometimes you could tell by the reporting, right? <laughs> like, well, you know, I, how... I saw,
1: the, I heard Jerry Jones this morning said that they knew right away.
0: Yeah, and it felt like everyone knew right away, right? um so i i yeah it it was pretty you know dour almost immediately the the mri confirmation was really felt like more of just a formality more than anything kind of based on the tone coming out of dallas at that point um you know it's it's brutal it's it's tough yeah look i'm gonna speak to cowboys fans real quick because because i know how it feels right like it's it feels like we can't have nice things for consecutive weeks in a row. The Cowboys are two and zero. They have Super Bowl aspirations, um, and now suddenly they've lost their All Pro player, and it can feel like everything's falling apart around them. Um, but I don't think it's it's you know it's disaster town yet. I, I don't think it's our our goals are outside of our reach at this point. Um, we'll we'll talk about break it all down. But I, I think at this point. My initial thought was is the is what is this doing to the rest of our season? Will he be back, you know, in time for next season, uh the beginning of the year? Well we should
1: we should at least talk about that. Yeah some, some of the things that we, we heard from yesterday, we, they don't have a defined timetable yet. However, yeah. it was a clean tear, according to Jordan Schultz of Yahoo, I believe. Um, and we've know with ACL recoveries that and listen, look at Terrence Steele from last year. He tore multiple ligaments and he was you know he was ready for week or sorry he was ready for practice number one yeah. of training camp. Now corners a little trickier because you rely so much on your ability to move and stuff. But this is also happening two and a half months before Terrence Steele has his injury. Yep. Barring some unforeseen circumstance, I would assume that Trayvon Diggs will be ready for week one next year.
0: Yeah, I would too, I, I, and I think you know. As far as that stuff goes, it, it was best case scenario. Like I said, it was a full tear. So there's no, you know, it's the healing will start right away. It's and it's, there's no plan. other tears. There's no MCL. Yep.
1: There's no meniscus or anything like that. That
0: always makes things more complicated, makes the recovery more complicated. The fact that it's just a straight ACL and it's a full tear, it's that makes it the, about as much of a straightforward recovery as you're going to get with an ACL tear. So well, and, and really quickly, as positive.
1: look at Michael Gallup who got it, it hurt. Yep. And I believe it was week 17- of the 2021 season. Now, granted he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't play in week one, but I think by week three, he was back on the field and that happened at the very end of the year. And he had a more complicated injury. Much more, Again, yeah. assuming everything goes as planned, I would almost be shocked if Diggs wasn't playing in week one next year. Absolutely. I, I think he'll be ready for training camp, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the good news. Now, we're going to talk about how to replace him and all that kind of stuff. But just how devastating is this for their Super Bowl chances and odds? Like, I think you and I both thought that the Cowboys had a chance to still you know, be the number one seed in the NFC. Do you think this takes that possibility away?
0: No, I don't. I, I, I think – because I look at it this way, like I, I even with Trayvon Diggs out, you go and compare this secondary, specifically the corner room, to the Eagles or to the Forty ers It's it's, I mean, it's right in the realm of that. Now they were, I felt like the Cowboys were better at that position than the, the Eagles and the Forty and the ers and I feel like now they're probably down at that level. Um, I, look, I, I this is going to sound cruel. That's because of what we're, we're saying right here, but. Of all the top-end elite players on the Cowboys that could get injured, Trayvon Diggs is the one that they could sustain the most, you know, because they have depth here, because it's a weak link system, and they have, uh you know, at least three solid starters. And then I think that they're going to, you know, try to – get some experience for some of these younger guys to try to get them to kind of, you know, work into that cornerback four situation. Is this a blow? Absolutely.
1: Oh, it's a, but I mean,
0: I I think that that's, that's clear. Like there's definitely, it's definitely uh, not a great situation, but as far as like guys that you could lose and, and, and stand to lose and maybe not miss too much of a beat. I I think what Trayvon Diggs does is he takes a little bit off your ceiling. I don't think it does anything to your floor, you know? And, and, and I think, I think if anything, you're going to get an opportunity to see how good Deron Bland is. And I I tend to think that Deron Bland was on his way to being a superstar anyways. Just, I mean, frankly, based on what he's done in the league so far. Um, And now we're really going to get an opportunity to see exactly how far Deron Bland
1: is. We're going to talk more about Deron Bland in a a second. It's a big loss because I think it – it takes away the potential of teams being afraid to throw at Diggs, right? I mean, one of the reasons why we love the Gilmore trade is because now teams are going to have to force or have to pick between throwing at Gilmore and Diggs and now whatever. I, I think teams are going to be able to figure out how to pass the ball a little bit more successfully against the Cowboys. The bigger issue for me, honestly, Landon, is, is now there's no safety net, right? Like, I, I think you've got three corners right now that you, you really like. Gilmore, Jordan Lewis, and Jeron Bland. If those three stay healthy, they're going to be perfectly fine on defense. The problem is if they get one more injury, that's when we're starting to see this, maybe the unit really fall off. And you're relying on a a 33-year-old Stephon Gilmore, Jordan Lewis, who I think is 28 or 29 coming off a major foot injury in a second-year corner. If one of those guys isn't able to make it through the season or they even miss three or four games, that's when you're getting a little concerned.
0: If one of those guys gets hurt, then you're at the level of where the Eagles are currently with their cornerback situation. They've already had only three corners that they could rely on and lost one of them. And and frankly, I mean, I don't know how great Maddox was honestly. So uh, I, I think, yes, it's not great, but I think it, what we're talking about is not taking you to like below average cornerback level. Like one more injury probably puts you right where most of the NFL is at this point. So, yeah. I agree. It's it's not great, but it's also not putting. Uh, you're not being put into a disadvantageous position. Not yet. Quite yet. you not could yet. get
1: there though. That's you that's could. You first. could. Yeah, you're in striking
0: and, distance of being there.
1: And that's my concern. Is Stephon Gilmore, as great as he is, he's really struggled yeah. to stay healthy over the last couple of years, and he's getting older. Older, and we know Jordan Lewis in his recent injury history. But let's talk about how the Cowboys can replace Trayvon Diggs with. Uh, players on their roster and potentially not on their roster next. This episode is brought to you by GameTime. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. GameTime is the fastest and the easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have. I absolutely love game time. It's the only app that I use when I buy tickets. A couple of things. I love being able to see exactly what my seats look like before I go to the game. So I, I know fully what to expect. I also love that it gives you the full price. So you're not surprised at checkout with fees and taxes. It's just so easy. So convenient. The tickets are also sent directly to your phone. So you don't have to dig through your email to find them. Download the game time app. Create an account and use promo code lock.nfl for $20 off your first purchase. Now you can snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Again, download the game time app, create an account, use promo code lock.nfl for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We also want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Are you missing that syrup for your morning pancakes? Or maybe you just ran out of coffee creamer as you're making your coffee in the morning. DoorDash Grocery Delivery can help you get what you want right when you need it. It's so easy. All you got to do is place your order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or they're going to make it right for you. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you pick them for yourselves or yourself. If you want even more value – You can save on all of your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership with easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support. DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL at checkout, limited-time offer, and terms apply. But again, that's 50% off Up to $20 and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter promo code LOCKDOWNNFL, don't forget that it's promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. We wanted to let you know about a new show that's going to be debuting on our channel. It is the Lockdown NFL Kickoff Live Show. Each Friday, Lockdown will go live from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on every Lockdown NFL YouTube channel. Hosts Tanisha Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchups, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and so much more. Plus, get in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Locked on NFL kickoff live every Friday from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time on any Lockdown NFL YouTube channel. Landon, let's discuss how the Cowboys plan on uh, replacing Troy Diggs. What's the plan at least going into week three?
0: Well, I think, you know, very basically speaking, De'Ron Bland slides outside to take over most of Diggs' his reps. Uh, then Jordan Lewis obviously steps into his natural role at the uh, slot corner. Um I do wonder how much that is going to be the plan this week, uh, because they are still trying to ramp Jordan Lewis back into reps. I will I will add that the Cowboys are one of the better teams at having a lot of variety in their defensive back guys. We've well speculated, talked about a lot, but it, that's mostly been in kind of deploying the safeties as linebackers. But what we have seen is last year when they got short on. Uh, uh, cornerback depth. They deployed guys like Is- Israel Mukwamu as a as a kind of a nickel slot guy on the inside, um, and they have a couple other guys like that that they they, they can deploy as kind of you know s- slot, uh, uh, deep nickel back type role guys uh, to kind of mix it up. So maybe you're not just constantly getting those three corners you're getting a mixture of Israel getting in there to cover some guys uh you know maybe hooker will come down and cover some guys and then again obviously the, the good news is that despite though that injury news we are getting Dam- uh, uh Donovan Wilson back I almost said Damian Wilson we got a linebacker from a couple of years ago yeah get Donovan Wilson back and, and yeah still in the league which is crazy uh you're getting Donovan Wilson back which gives you the kind of a little bit more ability to move around the, the rest of the guys, including maybe Wanye Thomas, you'll see kind of getting some opportunities in there in the slot. So I, I do think that we'll see some, you know, formational stuff to try to alleviate uh, uh, the, just the amount of snaps that you're about to pile on Jordan Lewis, which you really didn't want to do like right away, at least until he can get his feet back underneath him No pun intended. Uh, and, and then he'll be ready to kind of take on more
1: of a, you know, starters load, hopefully within the next two weeks. All right, Lynn, I also want to talk about some of the other options at cornerback. You mentioned the starters. You mentioned some of the safeties. But behind the top three guys, yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> Eric Scott, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah Igbenogany. And then yep. we've got Nation Wright, who is eligible to come back after week four, which mm-hmm. that's a big one. I, I Obviously, he's no Trayvon Diggs, but somebody who's been in the system for a yep. while. Uh, of those three players, who do you trust the most?
0: I mean, we haven't seen a ton of Noah Igbinoghi yet, right? Um, and and so far, what we've seen, he, he looks like the fourth corner. So uh, I, I think we'll probably get an opportunity, obviously, to see a little bit more of him because he's going to be active. He's you know he's part of the special teams package anyway. So you're definitely going to see uh, some more of him. I, I I wonder if Eric Scott will get called up. I, I assume that he probably would at some point. I imagine the actual roster move that they'll make uh, once they put Trayvon on on IR is to full time call up CJ Goodwin. Yeah, that's
1: that's uh, the plan. Uh, and,
0: and, but he's obviously not going to be part of the cornerback plan necessarily. Uh, but Definitely I, I not, think unless you get in a real I, bad spot, yeah. And so I think what that does is that gives you the eligibility to start using Eric Scott as the practice squad call up guy. If or no, I'm oh, sorry, he's so, on the. Yeah, he's in he's the, on the regular roster. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, maybe what happens is that he becomes an active guy, right, Probably. as opposed to just being one of the game day inactives. Um, and I have to think that if we're talking about pecking order here, that it's got to be you know Noah, Naishon, Wright, uh, uh, Eric Scott. Maybe Noah and Naishon are flipped depending on exactly where they are. But uh, until until Naishon can get back from IR. I have a feeling that Noah is going to be the person that is going to get the biggest yeah. uptick in in, in snaps. Uh, and then, you know, maybe we see Eric Scott active this week and, and, and just as an emergency fifth guy. Maybe he gets snaps out there. I, 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 look, we talk about this all the time. Sometimes it's scary. But it's really, really good to throw out your young players out there just to see how they sink or swim. And if they take the the the, the snaps well, they grow really quickly. And then suddenly, you know, imagine if Eric Scott grew into a, just an average NFL you know corner. Suddenly, you're back into a position where you feel a little bit more comfortable, yeah. right? So, yeah, I, I think that those are the options that they'll look at. And who knows? Maybe the Noah Igmanagi has like a career resurgence uh, yeah. working under Dan Quinn.
1: What I'd love to see happen is for Izzy Makamo just to grab one of the cornerback spots. Now, it's probably not likely to be an outside corner, yeah, although he did that at South Carolina. Yeah, and looked really, really good. But maybe he develops into more of your part-time slot corner who, you know, in some packages you can put Jordan Lewis on the outside, and it, however you want to do it. Like, that's my my hope here. I also wanted to just talk about one more thing before we move on. Before the year, like two days before the Cowboys played the first game of the season, we did a show on who is the next Deron Bland, right? The guy that comes, steps up and fills in a spot and the production really doesn't drop at all or somebody who's just a really important player. Uh, I went with Tyler Smith. I'm trying to remember who you went with at the time, right? I
0: can't remember.
1: Yeah, but anyways, we ended up saying at the end, what if it's Deron Bland? What if it's De'Ron Bland that just ends up being so good that you don't want him off the field, and he ends up, and I remember saying this at the time, ends up having to replace Diggs or Gilmore because of an injury. I think there's a chance that not not Bland's going to be better than Diggs, but you don't see a massive drop-off. And I think Jerry Jones even alluded to it a little bit on the radio today. He said, I don't know if you saw the quote, but he said, yeah, I think with somebody like Deron Bland, you're less concerned about the negative plays, but maybe you don't have the same that's it. upside, right? That's it. And maybe in this defense, while, the, while getting the turnovers are fantastic. And again, I just want to be clear. I'm not saying that he's going to be better than Trayvon Diggs. But if you just get somebody who's very reliable and steady, yeah. the defense doesn't see a massive drop.
0: Uh, that's exactly that. What you just described is exactly what I meant by... They're taking away from the ceiling, not the floor, right? Like, I don't think that 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 the targeting is going to be any easier for for quarterbacks now that Bland is out there versus Digs. I, I, in fact, it, it may be harder. You know, like I, I Digs for all his, you know, for what he does best. One of the things he does is kind of be in phase without being in phase, like yeah. it's so that he Because he, he's beating throw, corner. That's right, and so. I think Bland is actually maybe, you know, a better man coverage corner than than Diggs is. And, and I, that sounds like sacrilege to say because, you know, uh, for reasons. But look, I mean, we can't overlook what Bland did last year. No. And and there's a reason that he went into this year the undisputed third cornerback on this team. Like, the, yeah. the, even when Jordan Lewis is coming back, no one ever suggested that Jordan Lewis was coming back for Deron Bland's spot. No, so, no. I tend to think, and look, I said it. I said it on Peter's show too uh, last night on, on Locked On uh, Sports. Like, I, I, I think that there's a good chance that by the end of this year, we're putting Bland in the Pro Bowl the, uh, simply because of the fact that he was on that trajectory at the end of last year, well,
1: and now and he's getting
0: more opportunity.
1: And that's your hope here, right? Like, if there's some kind of silver lining or something that makes you like feel like okay, it's going to be okay. It's that maybe deron bland plays so well this year that you don't feel like you have to bring back stefan gilmore next year and you can just ride with bland and Diggs as your outside cornerbacks because that's where Diggs is at going into year three it's a big opportunity for him now he's going to be relied upon and now he's going to have to show that he can play on the outside and that he's not just a a nickel corner uh it should be fascinating to watch uh really 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 quickly before we go uh before we move on uh for people that are naming names of corners that the Cowboys could potentially yeah. go out and get, I don't see that happening right now. Maybe no. at the deadline, once some teams start to fall off a little bit, maybe you go after, I don't know, a Marcus Peters, who's 33 and still has some ball skills. On That's the, maybe who I was going to bring game. up. <laughs> but yeah, the, you look at, go to our lads. look at the depth chart at cornerback, and you're going to quickly see that there's just not a lot of teams that are going to be in the market to trade a, a good corner.
0: Yeah. And actually this, that's funny. You brought up because Marcus Peters was the name that we brought up on locked on sports last night. Go check out that, that uh, episode of locked on sports. Uh, And, and, and on top of that, I, I, the other issue here is that the Cowboys have kind of traded away all their tradable assets at this point. You know, if if, if you want to trade a fourth round pick for Marcus, uh, then I mean, you know, it's like, that's what you're likely looking at, you know, but it's like a rental you're trading a fourth round pick for a one year rental for some of these guys. And, that's not as appealing as you know, obviously getting a, getting Gilmore for a fifth
1: round, no, right? Like it, it's not appealing unless you Bland struggles or you have yep. another injury or Gilmore yep. can't stay healthy. I just yep. don't think there, that's a plan for the Cowboys at all. That's not right Plan now. A. That's not no. Plan A. Yeah, I don't think it's Plan B or C not. either. Let's uh, <laughs> let's make predictions for the actual game that's going <laughs> game on. That's we haven't happening. even got <laughs> to that game. Well, let's get to it next. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. PrizePix Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, all you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize picks is the most fun I've ever had playing DFS because, first of all, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Uh, Plus, there's so many different stats and players that you can choose from. You can even pick how many targets do you think somebody's going to get in the game. How many fantasy points is C.D. Lamb going to get against the Cardinals in week three? It is so, so much fun. Go to PriceFix.com slash and use promo code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to PriceFix.com slash and use promo code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100.
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: All right, Landon. Believe it or not, there's there is a game on Sunday. They're still playing. It's at Arizona. The Cowboys are 12 and a half point favorites on <laughs> FanDuel Sportsbook. That line is actually not moved. Yeah, all. I was just going to point that
0: out because I think that that's, that's notable. And that kind of shows you more than anything, like, even though Trayvon Diggs is an incredible player, like, the fact that the line didn't even move that shows now you may, what we Maybe
1: say. it would have moved in a, a game against, like, the 49ers or against mm-hmm. the Eagles or against the Chiefs, but not in this case. Um, who do you have winning this game and why?
0: I mean, it's the Cowboys. There's a reason that, that uh, we have spent the entire show of uh, supposed to be a, a preview of this game talking about our own problems is because right now, I mean, look, as upset as Cowboy fans are about this injury, please, if you have not gone and watched the crossover podcast with Marcus and Alex, th- that is a sad fan base right now. And, and they've got every right to be, I mean, things are kind of just not great for them right now. And they they obviously don't have their starting quarterback. They have zero starting level NFL cornerbacks. I mean, talking about cornerback problems, right? Um, yeah. And, and you know, they they are just, you know, they, they they got up on a big lead on the Giants last week. And just to have it all kind of collapse on them, I mean, I, I think the, the line kind of shows you where we are, right? There are 12 and a half point favorites in Arizona, like, Yeah, the Cowboys are the better team. So look, I'm picking the Cowboys to win. I'm picking the Cowboys to win by more than 10 points. Let's say 35 to 21. All right. I I mean, I think that's two touchdowns. I I imagine it may be a seven point game for a lot of this. And they kind of pull away for two touchdown lead at the end. I, I just think that. I just think that, that that there's just too much talent on this team, and, and Arizona is just in a tough spot. They're in a tough predicament with a backup quarterback, an offensive line that isn't blocking very well, at going against uh, you know obviously the best pass rush in all of the NFL. Um, it it just could get very ugly very quickly. Now the Cowboys need to make sure that they don't let this pretty talented wide receiver core uh you know get into a rhythm like they don't let josh dobbs get comfortable somehow and and, and let these wide receivers kind of take over but I, I just i just have a hard time seeing a path a ton of path to victories outside of maybe james connor rushing for 250 yards yeah uh and the Cowboys just unable to kind of get a cap on that but i, I just don't believe that that's going to happen so i'm very clearly kick, picking the cowboys
1: a couple things here really quickly um this isn't the first time the Cowboys have seen Josh Dobbs. Uh, They actually played him late in the year last year when he was with the Titans. So I actually think that helps Dallas a little bit because sometimes when you're playing an unfamiliar quarterback, it can take you a half or so to kind of get warmed up. That helps. Um, (laughs) Arizona is just in a tough state with their interior defensive lineman. I saw uh, old friend alert, Carlos Watkins uh, got ruled out of this game and the Cardinal fans are like, that's a huge loss for the defensive line, which shows you, where they are. Yeah, yeah. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a little bit like the Texans game last year where the Cowboys just play really poorly in the first half. There's mistakes. There's penalties. Maybe there's tip balls that lead to interceptions. Uh, Maybe there's penalties on defense. But just like in that game, you can play a really bad half. And still be down like three points going into the fourth quarter, or you could even be up by a touchdown or whatever, and feel like you played a C minus game. I do think eventually the talent's going to win out, but I, I'm just I'm not convinced that this is going to be like the Giants game where it's 26 to zero by the time we get to halftime. It's, I, I've got a feeling it's going to be more of you know 13 to seven going into the third quarter, and mm-hmm. the Cardinals have the ball. Which is just very similar to like what a lot of Cowboy Cardinals have been like during games during my lifetime, where it's never been easy.
0: I'm okay with the game being cl- you know close in score throughout the game, or or at least within a touchdown, right? I, I, what I don't want to see, and this is this is I guess the expectation part of this game, right? Is that I, I would like to see the Cowboys having moved past the playing down to their competition. I would aspect, love that right? too does I mean you playing love... a bad game, but just not playing a stupid game.
1: There's the difference. Exactly. To
0: me. Like it'd be okay if they are playing a solid game and the ball didn't bounce right, so maybe the score remains close. But they're, you know, obviously the more dominant of the two teams, yeah. and and then eventually that talent, you know, shows up at the scoreboard at the end of the game. That's fine. But what I, I don't want to see, and, and I and I think the Cowboys need to find a way to have put this in the past if they want to take the next step, is shooting themselves in the foot against a team that has no business being pre with penalties,
1: them. right? Dumb face mask calls, like all that kind of stuff that you can just avoid and put, you know, don't put yourself in bad situations because you're going to be fine.
0: Putting, giving the ball away because you're being unnecessarily over aggressive against a team that doesn't yes. dictate that, you yes. know, you're not playing an elite quarterback. You're not playing a top 15 quarterback. You're not playing a top 20 quarterback. So you, you can, I, I, I like, I like Josh Dobbs, you know, yeah. but I mean, Josh Dobbs is a backup quarterback. So, Uh, I think that you just need to play the game that you can play, play within yourselves, because that's the key thing I want to see against lower competition. Just play within yourselves and go out there and win the game. Don't give the ball away. Don't have them stay close because of your own stupidity. Uh, If bad luck happens, bad luck happens. But but make the plays that are in front of you and don't give plays away to an inferior team.
1: Yeah. All right. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every day. Uh, Every day or so, we'll be back on Monday to break all the game down, to talk about all the different angles. Uh, so make sure you tune in for that. We are free and available on all platforms. Go follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys right back here on Monday.